Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hi there. Welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life. Today is an exciting one for me because it is so true, so true. And the title of today's episode 673 is There's Always Opportunity. And I might sound like a Pollyanna nutcase, but here we are coming out of the pandemic, I think. We've been saying that off and on for two years. Laughably, can you remember back in the beginning when we said two weeks to flatten the curve, right? And that was two years plus ago, February or March of 2020, and now it's May of 2022. So we've been through this enormous upheaval in the world, and some people believe that it was far bigger than it should have been, and, you know, conspiracy theorists abound about government control and loss of freedom and everything else. And I'm not even going to talk about that because there's plenty of people with opinions, and I actually don't know enough, even though I've seen quite a bit, to even think about that. What I am thinking about is the opportunity here. I was talking with a friend yesterday, and we're going to do a, a... a half an hour show here in a few days to talk about how to get rid of fear, how to live without fear, because we're coming out of this pandemic and it's it's uh, created a, a downturn, a sort of withdrawing inside of us, right? And there's uh, a need to recover, to rejuvenate. Now, here in Alberta, it's May, as I record this, first days of May. I think it's the second today or something. And spring is just sort of happening here. Now, spring started a month and a half ago. I know that on the calendar, but in here in the frozen north, it's a little later than that. Snow just melted a week or so ago. And as Joy and I were driving home yesterday from an errand, we saw... One of the little ski hills here in town, we live in the river, what's called the River Valley, the North Saskatchewan River. I love this river background, if you're watching the video. Anyway, runs through town. And so there's places where the, you know, plunges steeply down from city down to river. And in some of those places where there's ravines and creeks and so forth, they've made little ski hills. Now, not real ski mountains, but there's some little ski hills. Anyway, driving home yesterday, we passed one. And about 80% or 75% of the snows melted, and there's still some chunks there, but mostly gone. So we're moving into spring, and spring, of course, brings new opportunity. It brings growth. It brings rejuvenation. The days are longer. And up here, that's really dramatic because we're far enough north that in the summer, the days are really long. Like It doesn't get dark till 10.30 or 11. And in the winter, it's dark at 4 o'clock. And there won't be any more because I guess we're moving to perhaps permanent daylight saving time. But anyway, so next year will be, uh, this coming winter will be different. But this coming winter, we won't be here anymore. We're going to be over on Vancouver Island off the coast. So that's fun. We're going to move this fall 
Over there, we're done with the frozen winters. So here's the key. If you look around and see spring growing and plants growing and life changing and the shoots pushing up from the ground and little buds on the trees and little tiny things just happening and in a week or two weeks or three weeks, it'll be full blown. Now, sometimes if you're watching the video, and I hope you are, the background I use, I have a, a beautiful picture that was taken not out in front of this house we're in now, but the house we were at two years ago before Joy's mom came to live with us. And in that picture, there's this long sidewalk that looks like it goes into infinity, but the trees growing over it are beautiful, and there's a spectacular canopy. And if you look, the perspective causes the sidewalk to disappear and just into those infinite trees. And so that's how beautiful it will be here in a month, in, in June. And as the, blo uh, the blossoms grow, the leaves grow, and it just grows furiously. It's like making up for lost time, the growing season shorter, and so boom. And uh, agriculture here in Alberta is enormous, like canola, you know, canola, seed, oil, plants, whatever that is, and uh, wheat, and, you know, just barley and cattle, and it's just huge agricultural land, and it's a massive Part of the economy here, even in the cold north with the reduced growing season, and it's like making up for lost time all the time, growing furiously. All right, so today is a follow-on to some things we did about, um, you know, volunteering with love, about finding a cause that you might be attached to, and finding a purpose, which is a larger sort of life-driven thing. I saw a guy that I'm friends with on Facebook just uh, announcing a new podcast that's starting in a, in a first of June, I think, he said, bringing a whole bunch of super-powered people that are highly skilled and capable in the area of personal development and, you know, creating online presence and opportunity and business and impact and those kind of good things. So I, I love that. I love the labor of love that people are doing to reach and to bless and to lift people's lives. So I want you to think for a minute about opportunity. Now, there's, there's volunteering opportunity, like we talked about. There's service opportunity. You know, we're going to have, uh, we have a refugee mother and daughter coming to live with us from Ukraine because that unfortunate thing has suddenly thrust itself upon us. Like the pandemic and the illness and deaths there weren't enough. Two and a half months ago now, a madman decided to start a war. No reason. Just start a war, scratch his ego and pride. So five and a half million people are now moved out of the country. Another probably the same number are displaced. So 10, 11, 12 million, that's over a fourth of the population. And we in the world have the opportunity to love and serve those. And so we're trying to participate in that too and have been. My wife is Ukrainian, so that's front and center for us. And the news is on every day, of course. Anyway... If you think about the opportunity to add good to the world, to love and serve, how many things can you count right now, right in front of you? I don't know because I don't know where you are, but let me tell you some of the ones that I can see for me here, and maybe it'll spark some thoughts for you. So we're active in our church. I've always taken the opportunity to be really active in music. So I'm uh, going to play the piano for uh, a group of five or six people that are going to sing one of the songs 
from Frozen 2 in a musical production that's happening in about a month. So that's a fun thing. I've been active in playing the organ uh, for church services and piano music or singing in choirs or directing choirs, and I've written a lot of music. So music's been a big thing for me. Another uh, opportunity in the church also is I have the opportunity to participate in, as volunteer in the youth program. I work with the young men in terms of planning activities every week and helping them with Sunday lessons. An interesting thing in the church that we have, we have the youth participate in teaching the lessons just to help them get more understanding and to participate in leadership training in their own age group. So it's kind of fun. Another thing is snow removal. Now, in some places, that's going to be laughable, right, where we lived in Phoenix before. Nobody was removing snow. Well, up in Flagstaff, I suppose. But anyway, in Phoenix, no snow. Here, it's a big deal, and so every week before services, uh, when it's our ward's turn, a ward is the name of the geographical thing, and there's three wards in the building that we share. So, um, you know, snow, and there's opportunity to teach, and all kinds of fun things that are church-oriented, and in the community, there are similar kinds of things. I mentioned many, many episodes ago, there's community food drives that Joy and I had the opportunity to participate in, and on and on and on. So there's always opportunity. Community, uh, whether it's service for homeless or hungry or people disadvantaged, you see endless advertisements on TV. We're bombarded with them. Fundraising for this and help for that. So here's the question I have for you. You're trying to create your ultimate life, a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy that you create by serving with your divine gifts. Some of the ways we serve, we get paid. And in fact, creating a business using your divine gifts is a beautiful thing to do. And I think it's possible in every case or nearly every case to create a business with your divine gifts. If you want to, I'm not saying you have to, but it's possible to do that. And so many people get stuck. They get stuck around two ideas. One, well, you know, I do it really easily and it's a gift and I feel called to do it, so it should be free. Well, you, you can do that if you want and create cash or sustenance, money, energy, a different way. But there's absolutely nothing wrong with using the gift, the talent, the the blessing, the thing you do really easily in a way that pays you also. Because remember, money isn't a religion. Money is just an exchange medium that we have. And so if you do something that's valuable and happens to be easy for you and it's important, and people want to pay you for that, that, that is very appropriate. So not only is it appropriate, it's even sometimes better that way because people treasure more what they have to trade some of their energy or money Four, I find that when I give coaching, lessons, classes, products away, people value them less, complete them less, and get, get less value from them. I find that when I sell them and someone has to trade some energy, whether I'm teaching them how to write a book or create a course or sign up coaching clients or have sales conversations or improve their presence or learn how to network or level up their life, when they've paid for that and even paid substantially, they pay more attention because why? Well, they traded a bunch of money for it. And so then they pay attention and they do more. So there's always opportunity to serve. You can serve freely 
and make money another way. You can turn your talent into a business. You can refine and develop your talent in such a way that it is even more valuable. That's all we do when we go to school, right? So I've done a lot of music and I've had a lot of training and everything else. So I made my talent bigger. I learned how to do stuff in the studio. So I got paid a lot of money over the years to do recording, engineering, mixing, mastering for people producing music. And I've been paid money to do all kinds of things musically, but I developed that talent and I still work on it. So your opportunity to do that is infinite. And I wanted to stress right now, as we come out of this pandemic, the opportunity has never been greater. A lot of fundamental shifts, the great resignation. People want to have the freedom of working from anywhere. Some people are still concerned about illness and distancing, and some are not. But the freedom that has been created by our ability to leverage technology to, one, reach more people and to do things remotely has wildly grown the opportunities bigger than they already were. And before the pandemic, they were already bigger than they've ever been at any point in my lifetime. And I'm 66, and they're only getting bigger. Internet's getting faster. The reach is larger. The tools online are more and more amazing. So your ability and my ability to create opportunity, to have a business from your gifts and talents is bigger now than it's ever been. Now, if you want help doing that, reach out, because that's a business that I have. It's helping people figure out what those gifts are, how to use them, and how to turn them into, a, how to, into cash or money in a way that's helpful to those who need it and profitable for the person providing it. Now, the last thing I want to talk about is another place that there is opportunity, and it's a sad one, and that is disasters. There's disasters aplenty. There's storms and hurricanes and climate change and fires and things that I don't know, but seem to be ramping up. And if you're a end times fanatic, then you see in these things a march toward the end times. So I see a dichotomy. The split that I see is on one hand, some people turning inward, getting more callous, less concerned about others, more focused about me, 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 me. And on the other hand, I see a great softening of hearts, reaching out and extending love and, you know, recognizing and treasuring our community as humans more. And I'm in the latter camp, and I urge you to do that too. Yes, we all have to eat. But the joy that we have from life comes from service. It comes from love. And so one of the things I'm doing with my friend here in a couple of weeks is we're creating a, uh, we're going to do a half hour broadcast about living without fear, how to get rid of fear and the fear effects on us, fearful looking at the world, fearful uncertainty, fear of uncertainty, fear of failure, all those things keep us from being our best, keep us from living into our divine gifts and doing the things that we could do, and it's not necessary. Opportunity is bigger now than it's ever been to create your ultimate life. The technology is better than it's ever been, and there are both disasters where we can serve and opportunities to create money and business where we leverage our divine gifts for the benefit of others also 
as part of the economy and as an entrepreneur. So there's always opportunity. There is reason for hope, growth, and as spring springs upon us, I want to offer you that invitation and hope to look up. The sun is rising. The days are lengthening. Your opportunity is bigger now than it has ever been to create with joy your ultimate life. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart.